What's going on, everyone? It is definitely Monday. We're feeling it over here. Episode 27 of Bet to Win. I'm Claudia Balafato here with my lovely co-host, Joe Fan. Joe, how you doing over there? I'm doing great. I don't know about you. I got no case of the Mondays. <laughs> I came in spry ready to rock. We've got a lot of positive <laughs> conversation to have after what was a great weekend for you and I. It how was. was your weekend? It was. I, I chilled a little bit. Um, not a ton of college football, of course, on Saturday. The Navy-Army game was fun, but um, I chilled. Good good at NFL Sunday, though, for did both you, of us. Did you, before we get to that, did you watch UFC 269? I've become a big I, fight guy now. Now that I live in Vegas, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever watched a pay-per-view. Maybe more than one. Yeah. It's like Mayweather uh, Pacquiao was like my big, or then Mayweather McGregor, and then like, I've watched those ones. But yeah. I, but now I'm all in. I'm all in on. Well, yeah, I feel like because we're in sports. Vegas, we kind of have to be. And I was with people too, and I I'm so not used to people crowding around the TV to watch fights because in Boston, it's like no one really cares that much. But here, you could tell everyone had money on the fight. Yeah, the Pena fight was ridiculous. I mean, it was it was a fun card. It was an interesting card. You always love when the dogs come up because it just makes it more exciting. Before we get to our <laughs> victory lap and hold this L, our guy Kel Dansby of the Corner Podcast, also ESPN Ringside. Yes. He had a very big W and a monster L where he told us, he said, take Charles Oliveira by submission. I did plus 250. It cashed. Yep. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't have the bankroll to have laid the minus 850 with Amanda Nunez. And I'm so thankful for that <laughs> because she got smoked yeah. by Juliana Pena, who did exactly what she said he was going to do. And she talked all that talk uh, pre-fight. Really, yeah. that's how she got the fight. But... I saw on Twitter, I don't remember what book took the bet, where it was, but some dude laid so much. Laid like 350K <laughs> to win that. 30 grand. Which can we just talk real quick about the principle of that? Like that's so much F you money <laughs> that that 30 grand is irrelevant to you. Yeah. At oh. which point, what's the point? And this is a terrible wonder, investment. What's the point wonder, in risking the 300 grand? I wonder if, it, I agree 100%, but I wonder if he really, I mean, he must have really just been that confident. And so many other people were that he probably wasn't like, this is totally risky. You know? It's just she, not, she it's was, a bad investment. It, I mean, it's terrible, but also there's a lot of degenerate gamblers out there who don't really give I a know. shit. <laughs> if, you can live, if you can live with losing 300 plus thousand dollars on one bet that 30 grand to you means absolutely nothing and, and if you need that 30 grand and you're laying then yeah. you've got a lot more serious issues yeah. well, and that person's case the mondays is probably far more extreme than ours he probably hasn't sobered up yet probably yeah and uh, guy if you're out there i highly doubt you're watching this but just toss, just toss joe and i some of that, that yeah change. In, instead of <laughs> we'll doing... make you some money we'll make you some money because we went uh Four and zero and two and zero last week. Four and zero for our Taylor Bale segment and two and zero for our winning pick. So whoever you are out there, send us your money. We'll get you some winners. Uh, <laughs> Lots of victory. I feel like every time we we show up here, I'm like, well, I got I won this one, but I lost yes. these four, and I got to hold all these L's. But we just get to take lap after lap. Yeah, we do here on this Monday. Uh, remind <laughs> the people what you had in your Taylor Bale and your winning pick. Yeah, so I was on Cowboys and I was on Seahawks against the spread. Those both hit. And then I, I said it was a good week for teasers last week. And it was because I took the Seahawks Steelers in a separate teaser at minus 110. That hit. And then my three-teamer for the winning pick was Seattle, Buffalo, and Green Bay. Um, and of course, I had to wait for the Green Bay game. I 
was a little nervous watching the beginning of that. And then, of course, towards the end, too, where I'm like, oh, it's fine. We're totally good. And then, oh, they the scared me for kick. a second. The yeah. onside kick. Yeah. But it all pulled through. I went 4-0. So, yay. How about you, Joe? As did I. I took the Chargers and the Vikings against the spread. The Chargers covered 10 easily. The Vikings were up 23 to nothing and had... Uh, the three points that I laid with them covered easily until the very end where they almost went full Vikings and lost that of game. Uh, I just want a big shout out to Chase Claypool who decided he'd rather celebrate than get the ball oh, back to the line of scrimmage. So uh, props brutal. to you, man. You looked good with that point, though. <laughs> Awfully swaggy while your team lost that game. I appreciated it catching that bet. And my teaser, we had very similar teasers. Instead of uh, the Buffalo Bills, though, uh, which a wild cover for you. That game was insane. We'll get to that, that in a bit. Uh, I had the Chargers minus four, Seahawks minus two, and Green Bay minus six and a half. Um, Green Bay's special teams are just so bad. Yeah. My goodness. Also, some team speed on that Chicago Bears roster, albeit a, a mostly poor roster, but they had like three touchdowns of 60-plus yards. That was insane. That yeah, the, the punt return they had, the 96-yard punt return, where everyone's staring at, you know, watching this game, no matter if they're a Bears fan well, you know, Packers fan, whatever, they're watching that game. And was it Jakeem Grant, right? Mm. Uh, catches that punt as like his three-yard line. And that's like the, the cardinal sin of catching a punt is you never step inside your 10 and catch it. And it's like the ultimate no, no, no. Yep. Like, yes, it, like yes, you, yes, you yes. tweeted, everyone was screaming at the 97 TVs. yards. What the hell are you doing? Which I didn't love as a Packers <laughs> better. Again, all's well, it ends well. They also cover the 12 and a half. Yeah. Uh, again, we'll get to that. But credit to us. Lots of victory laps, air high five to take on this fine Monday morning after a profitable weekend of cash and tickets, much to the book's dismay. It was. It was actually, yeah, bad for pretty much books everywhere because NFL favorites were 11-2 and two against the spread this week. Overs hit 9-3-1. and one. Um, I think just kind of a fun weekend overall as we get into these double-digit weeks. Of course, we're going to recap 14, but we can also talk about the playoff hopes a little bit because the hopes are getting better for some teams out of reach for others. Right now, Raiders, Dolphins, Jets, Texans, Jags set to sit this one out. Um, but let's get into what let's get into first what went good for the book, and then we'll talk about what went good for the rest of us. And joining us, as always, Matoy Pearson, Winbet Senior Trader. I've just been taking victory laps around this studio this morning. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm glad you're here to help me uh, revel in it. Yeah, no doubt, man. <laughs> We're glad you're here, Matoy. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter at Heed These Takes. Joe what's and the, I what's talk- the origin story of that? I don't know if we have enough time. For, uh, no, it was uh, it was more of like an ironic thing because I think I we came up with this name like in 2016. Who's we? Your marketing team yeah, no, workshop it with you. It was me and my buddy. His publicist uh, was like, sorry, this, this seems this pretty it. good. I, in the lab here. I mean, this was like before like hot takes became like, you know, hot takes. Like now, mm-hmm. like every show is like a hot take factory yeah. type of deal. So it was more of joking because like my stuff isn't really that good or, any, or anything. So like it being the <laughs> ironic. Of PD, yeah, I mean, that's, on Twitter, it everyone. was almost so funny. Like it was just like a classic, like, you know, people would be there just for the name, but it's not as like yeah. all yeah, built yeah, up yeah. As, it, as it should be, I guess. So. Okay. Well, Got we it. think you're great, Matoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Joe, Joe mentioned it. Favorites 11 and two ATS this week. So not good for really any book. But let's start with what was good for you guys. All right. And it's one, ga- it's one game that me and Joe actually looked at and we, we asked each other, kind of curious why this was good for you guys so you can tell us. Saints laying five and a half. They snap a five-game losing streak against the Jets. 
30-9. to Saints look good with one of their best weapons back in Alvin Kamara. First game back after missing four weeks. They missed him. He had 27 carries, 120 yards, Smoke. and a touchdown. Taysom Hill, too, using his legs uh, as well. 11 carries, 73 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. No sweat for the Saints betters here. I question you if you put money on the Jets, which it sounds like some people did. Jets went 3-14 of 14 on third down, managed just 256 total yards on offense. So why was this good for you guys? Well, I think it just got to a point where like, you know, five, five and a half, like it was kind of hanging out there and, you know, it maybe opened a little bit shorter, but we always see stuff where like people come and like buy certain numbers. And mm -hmm. at this point, it seemed like five and a half and five was like a buy order for, you know, a, a certain amount of sharp betters um, considering, but well, not as sharp with the with the results <laughs> yeah, you know, being made. But yeah, like in, um, you know, in a couple of states where we were taking more of like a public action, um, you know, Saints crushed us and that mm. was going to be that, you know, probably parlays were involved. But yeah, a lot of the um, liability was allevi alleviated by the buy order at five and a half and five. So, you know, we kind of got lucky with that considering. Yeah, you got to love when sharps save the day. Yeah. Uh, Taysonville's so much fun. 11 carries, 73 yards, two touchdowns after what he had a 100-yard game the week prior. Still can't really throw the football worth a lick, but that's a uh, dude's a freak athlete. Yeah, always. Like, that's a like, yeah. He's like Thor who like is fast as hell. I mean, he's, that's a big dude. <laughs> is Thor fast? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying he looks like Thor. I'm saying he looks like Thor. Oh, okay, okay. With okay. The, he's you know, a fast Thor. Yep. Okay. He's a fast yeah. version he's of dynamic. Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could have worded that better, but we <laughs> got right. there. We, we understood it. We got that's there. Good. We're here now. Fast Thor. <laughs> I have no other thoughts on this. Actually, I do. I'm, I am I just want Robert Sala to be the guy there so bad. He's oh, just my dude. I know, I know. And Zach Wilson has looked terrible. 19 of 42. Ugh. Came a long way from that uh, Panthers game. Or Titans game when he threw for like 300 yards or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know? that feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lifetime ago. That was like back in Somewhere, September. Yeah. I think that was like week three. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You don't have much. I just want yeah. Robert Sala to be the guy and I just feel bad. He's not going to get fired this year. He'll get at least get a second year, but. If anyone's leaving, it's Urban Meyer. So hopefully we can keep you know, Rob around for a little oh, bit. But <laughs> Oh, it's a whole nother conversation. What a clown show in Jacksonville. Uh, it's a mess. It is definitely a mess over there. Like, at least if you're not going to be a good coach, be a good person. If you're going to be a shitty person and a shitty coach, like, Bad just, combo. no one likes you. Yeah, he's, he's destroying that uh, that back office, man. He's crushing everybody. Anyone is in his direction, man. Like, duck when he, he stares at you. What's yeah. your resume? <laughs> I love how, like, any conversation can be, I mean, can be, be diverted yeah, quickly to, like, it's bad there, but it ain't Urban Meyer bad. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like, true. that's always going to be the silver lining right now in the NFL. Yeah. Hopefully the Jets can keep that positivity. Uh, that was the sixth time, though, that they've allowed 30 points or more this season. Their playoff hopes pretty much out of reach at this point. Um, and good for the Saints. They they broke the longest losing streak under head coach Sean Payton. Quickly, before we go on to the next um, game, Alvin Kamara, when you guys consider him being back, does that have much of an impact when you're setting the lines for the Saints in terms of respect? I think we have like more of a joke where like running backs don't matter as much to the point spread. Yeah. Um, you know, but just like looking at this Saints offense, it's so depleted. Like when a guy like Kamara is in the lineup, I yeah. mean, it'll affect it by like a point or so. So, yeah. you, know, you know, just by something like that, it's pretty important. Well, they got the Bucks next, so I don't know how much it'll help them. Oh, <laughs> Maybe a little bit. We'll talk about that. They might need like week. five Kamaras, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Browns were laying three. They survived late Ravens. Come back at big division win off of a bye 24 to 22. So they don't cover. We had 80% of the win bet handle on the Browns spread. They really dominated the first half, then went scoreless in the second. 
Ravens managed to cover even with Lamar Jackson out. He left with a high ankle spring on the first play in the second quarter, replaced by Tyler Huntley, who did well, considering. Um, they didn't have an easy time, though. Browns defense looked like the Browns defense held the Ravens to just one of 12 on third downs, four sacks. Ravens, not a single sack. Overall, sort of a mess for them. It seemed like 10 penalties for 125 yards. Yikes. Another hardball call to go for two with under nine minutes was picked off. Up for you to decide, you people out there, if you think that was the right call or not. It was the right call. Without question, it was the right call. We yeah. can, have, can we okay. agree on that? Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty. You uh, need one at some point. He's pretty you consistent. Well you do it the like first time because then okay. you know exactly what is left to well, get. I know, yeah, I know there's the a ton of, of discussion, but I statistically and whatever I was yeah. reading into the, it, it was the right play. I, analytically, analytics, it was the yeah. right. But of course, it's just easy to blame. But it's like, like old, well, old, old football heads get so upset about it. Like, well, explain it. It's just analytics. You have to back it up. And and John Harbaugh went on like a very eloquent diatribe explaining yeah. exactly why they went for it. It's like, that's why. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Why are you so upset about yeah, he's, this? He's yeah. consistent with going for it on like on fourth down and right. going for two. Like, I Whether mean, it's, it's Lamar or not. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think like, like plugging their ears. Like, just tell me why. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like they're not, you're not listening. You don't yeah. want I mean, to if listen. If there was any other head coach that doesn't do stuff like that, like he would be getting smoked like today, like yeah. by us. Like if, you know, but otherwise we understand like what the deal was. Yeah. What, what a miracle cover. For Cleveland, the fact that you guys got this one, what was an otherwise really bad week for the book? Mm. I mean, that this is like football at its highest peak. Like Lamar Jackson gone, Brown smoking in the first half. Everyone thinks their two and a half is locked up three, mm -hmm. and it's like not even close. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is where like you have to continue to watch the game and like not turn your back on something like like this. Like this, that's just football. Like when you see stuff like that go down, like you can't explain it. Like it's yeah. unexplained. You have to throw that type of stuff out like next week, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just fun to watch it, especially because we won to it, like one of our only like wins, you know, of of the week. If so, you had Sunday. if you had Browns against the spread, that that's one of those games where you might <laughs> so, you yeah. might just quit sports right, betting exactly. altogether. There's so many people yeah, on Twitter like, you know, I told you guys Ravens was the play there. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, are we really going to celebrate it. that? Like, Stop it! Come yeah, on. it's always like you know, I had the right side, quote unquote, and I mean, well, yeah, did you go to the counter and cash like? I don't think so. You know what I mean? So it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But it's football. That's that's I what feel that so is. So right bad there. for Browns betters. That's just a, brutal. a win is a win, though, yeah. right? Yep. Of course, man. Yeah, <laughs> we take them when we can get them. Yeah. All right. Well, we have more games to talk about that were bad. So so let's yeah, no, we'll, let's we'll transition a little bit. Take a whole hour for this. So, yeah. Uh, we'll start with the Cowboys. They were laying six. They cover win at Washington, twenty-seven to twenty. We saw around sixty-seven percent of the handle on the Cowboys. Uh, they led 24-0 at halftime. Good for me because I was on the Cowboys. Right I was on. watching comfortably. They dominated your, your Cowboys. basically my Cowboys, yeah. my second team. Uh, basically, they dominated three and a half quarters, I guess you could say, and then let Washington come back. Yeah. Made some people sweat a little bit, perhaps. A little Messy bit. ending. A little bit. <laughs> it's Yeah, football, football almost got a hold facetious. of the Cowboys. A yeah. little bit. It's called Same facetious. Okay. Uh, messy ending, I will say. Heineke got injured. Kyle Allen came in. Ended up scoring a touchdown with five minutes to go. Then that got back in the end zone. 31-yard pick six. Extra point, extra point blocked. Allen fumbled it. Cowboys were able to run out the clock. Gross ending. Yeah. It's not like they could just finish with a lead, right? Yeah, Cowboys, no. no, never. But Dak really didn't look that good. The offense, in general, I think, didn't look like they were totally in rhythm. Um, Dak finished with 211 passing, a touchdown, two interceptions. The defense was really the one that stepped up. They won the game. Two third down conversions on 14 attempts. Great day for Micah Parsons. Three sacks and a fumble return. Monster. 
I mean, I've been high on the Cowboys, but from what I saw on Twitter, a lot of people were high on Washington heading into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So did you guys see any live action with Dallas being up? People wanted to take the points live with Washington. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't like, I think we've probably seen more Cowboys bets like when they were up like, you know, 14 or or 17, or I think they were up 11. They went for two and it went up 11. So it wasn't as much uh, football team action. Um, after, like post or uh, during the game, mm. we did see some sharp football team action like on Monday and Tuesday when it was like four, four and a half, yeah. which we thought was pretty interesting because, you know, it didn't uh, like, they didn't like, uh, uh, it, the market didn't agree with them. Mm. You know, it was like kind of just bumping up from four and a half. And then from Sunday, like I woke up and it was five and a half, then six, then six and a half, no injuries, no nothing. Like, it's not like we were getting blasted on Cowboys. We just had like the public action on Cowboys, but mm. I think it's like up until we got to six, six and a half, you know, we were getting bombarded with Cowboys bets late before, like maybe five, ten minutes before the game. So, I mean, it's like we we couldn't do much of anything for it. And I think we respected our decision on football team, you know, until like we seen what was happening in the game. So, you know, <laughs> You're like, oh, Kind of too far uh, f- from there. But, you know, uh, it was, yeah. it's just one of those things. Like, uh, it's so weird to see like a number move like that day of when there's like no injuries and like money's not really driving it. So, yeah. you know, we were pretty confused and we were pretty hurt by the result. It's remarkable how good Washington's defense has been despite all the injuries. We know yeah. Chase Young, Montez Sweat hasn't been a factor all year. They're without basically their entire defensive line that they thought were going to be the pass rush heroes of that defense. And yet, they allowed 20 points to the Dallas Cowboys, seven of it being the defensive touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 against the Raiders, 15 against Seahawks, 21 against the Panthers, 19 against the Bucks. I mean, this is defense has been playing 17 before that uh, against the Broncos. Defense has been playing really yeah. well for quite some time. I expected Dallas to dominate this game. And you, you wonder how much of that banged up running back room is going to affect them down the stretch, how much they, they may potentially turn into the Buffalo Bills, where it's just Dak having to, to do it all. Zeke Elliott's not himself. He's averaging under four yards per carry over the last month. Tony Pollard is hurt. Torn platter, plantar fascia. Yeah. Who knows when he's going to be back. Right. And so then all of a sudden, what's Dak able to do all by himself? And yesterday, he did not look good with just 211 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. And that pick six at the end was just heinous. It's just a, it's, That's a decision and a throw that he should be well past at this yeah. point in his career. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I think there's a little bit of, of justified concern if you're a Cowboys fan, albeit happy uh, that your team won uh, against a division rival. Yeah. I mean, that's the issue, too, is everyone keeps saying the Cowboys are the healthiest they've been, but I don't think people are talking enough about the running back depth. At least they have Gregory back. They have Gallimore back, Demarcus Lawrence out there. So in in some parts, they're getting healthier, and that clearly helps. That Randy that's Gregory the they tip won. pass <laughs> caught it to himself yeah. for the interception. Mm. Did he take it to the house? So filthy. Uh, no, well, okay. he did not take okay. that okay. to the yeah. house because the defensive touchdown was on the Micah Parsons. Oh, that's right. Fumble. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Micah yeah, Parsons yeah. has 12 sacks. Yeah. He's got nine and a half over his last six games. Javon Curse has the rookie record at 14 and a half. So Parsons, a barring injury, should that obliterate years, that. Yeah. Javon Curse. What's also wild. What's he doing? I don't know. I'll shoot him, I'll shoot him a text. Around? Ask him. I'll shoot him a text Joe. and be like, hey, what's up? What are you asking for us? Hey, freak. What are you up to these days? Oh. Michael Parsons is a freak. What's crazy? He's yeah. like a linebacker. He's not even tried and true, like pass rusher. Yeah, he could do it all. Hybrid. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, they recorded five sacks and nine quarterback hits as a unit. So, yay, Cowboys. Defense does win games. Seahawks were laying eight and a half. Started slow. Cruised to a 33 and 13 road win in Houston. 90% of the handle was on the Seahawks spread. 
I want to say. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, my God. Yeah. yeah 90% sounds about right. Yeah. I, I want to say that Russell Wilson is starting to look like himself a bit. I'm just not going to yet because I need to see a little more. But 17 of 28, 260 yards, two touchdowns. It doesn't hurt to have a weapon like Tyler Lockett. Big day for him with the touchdown, 142 receiving. One of the few players in franchise history to have at least 1,000 receiving in three straight seasons. Career high day for Rashad Penny, who ran for 137 yards and two touchdowns. Aztecs, stand up. For the Texans, Davis Mills, who I guess we were kind of hating on, hard not to, came into with an 0-6 start on the season, threw for a career high 331 yards and a touchdown, set a franchise record starting 14 for 14, and then he turned into Davis Mills, went 19 for 35, put up zero points in the second half. <laughs> How, as someone who sets the lines, do you grade the Seahawks right now in terms of does it look like a comeback or are we overreacting? Because I feel like we overreacted before saying that there was no hope. And now are we overreacting to overreacting to say they're coming back? I mean, like the NFC, like the middle of the pack is so jumbled up, you know. Mm. And, you know, football team, you know, had their run right now. And I think they were kind of at the top of like, uh, like a wild card type of deal. And like the Seahawks are going to be in the mix. Possibly. I mean, there's still a few more games. And they, there's like, there's one more wild card spot. Like, you know, yeah. this is a big deal for teams like the Seahawks who have the pedigree of like actually winning in the playoffs. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's not like we're like jumping to conclusions or anything or like moving their futures down. But, yeah. you know, we're well aware of like what they're doing right now. And it's the Texans as well. So, I mean, I was gonna not say the pound the, the Texans, the but for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the Rams and Cardinals coming up. So. Yeah. Well, it's like as soon as like the Mills news came up, like that we knew Terod wasn't going to go, like that line moved a point and a half immediately. Like no bets. Like as soon as that news hit, like, Okay, we're moving this. So, yeah. you know, we 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 tried to get ahead of it as quick as we could, but like no one's betting Texans. Like, yeah. I mean, ninety percent of tickets or you know the money of, or handle of it. You know, when we're looking at each other in the room and we're like, we're gonna need Jags and we're gonna need Texans. Like, that's a bad. <laughs> that's bad. Like, we can't just be yeah. looking around at each other. Like, that's that's like the reality of it. You know, we just kind of laughed it off when mm -hmm. we seen they were both down double digits in the fourth quarter. So, you know, yeah, Rashad Penny running wild. Texans well, hung around. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was midway through the fourth quarter before it became a two-score game. I, I don't have any thoughts on this game. Talk to me after the Rams game. Yeah, the Seahawks can beat the yeah. Rams, yeah. and then, yeah. then right. maybe we could have a conversation. Sure. But I just, yeah. I don't have many take. I mean, my, my one takeaway is good for Rashad Penny, who got his moment as a first-round yeah. pick, who's been mm. a, pretty much a, a, a comprehensive bust for them between injuries and lack of production. Um, 16 carries for a buck, 37, and two touchdowns. Good for him. Big time. Yep. Mm. Nice. From the Texans to the Lions. All right. <laughs> uh, Broncos were laying 11. They take care of business at home against Detroit, 38 to 10. We saw 74% of the handle on the Broncos spread. Of course, this is a big emotional game. Lions were riding a heater, but couldn't get that second win. Uh, yeah, heater is a win for them. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, it was an emotional day for the Broncos following the passing of former star receiver Demarius Thomas. They had some nice dedications to him, some planned, but then they also finished with a 88-yard touchdown drive, which was nice. That was his number for those who don't know. Lions, just, you know, the Lions. But also, they can't help their luck. They had a big flu and COVID outbreak. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Right after your first win, eight yeah. players on the list heading into the game. I thought that made sense. Yeah, fumbles yeah, and turnovers yeah, right. didn't help yeah. either. Either way, Broncos host the Bengals next. How do you weigh this win for the Broncos with it? One, being the Lions, and two, being a depleted Lions team. Yeah, I, I mean, 
you know, it seems like the AFC is becoming somewhat, uh, I don't know, top heavy. I, I, I like, I already told you I like the Bills, and I feel like they haven't won a game since that that time when I said that. You cursed them. I did, one hundred percent. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure we took that out. Uh, I hope we did. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, once again, like one extra wild card spot. You know, the Broncos' defense is you know pretty solid enough for us to at least care for a little bit. Yeah. But once again, like jumping to conclusions on something like that against the Lions, it's not like you know, it's not mm-hmm. the they're going to be the same like power rating. They're going to be regardless yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm but, just picturing you guys in the trading room and you guys looking at the board and just being like, all right, where are we at today? Okay. We need the Texans. <laughs> we need the lions. <laughs> we need the Jags. Love We're that. Doomed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just, as soon as we get into the one o'clocks and we need like giants and lions, like that's not good. Yeah. Like immediately <laughs> oh. not good. Going your into giants, the your yeah, giants, giants lets yeah. you down. Well, Glennon, but, yeah, I'm still with them, no matter what. Ride, ride or die. Okay. I, I guess for now, yeah. I'll be on I them guess. again at, at some point. But no, the, the Broncos line was interesting. And, you know, before, you know, RIP Demarius Thomas, you know, that was a very unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. event. Real good dude. So, um, you know, it's not like the line that moved the line in, in any yeah. necessary way. But, I mean, that thing climbed from eight and a half to 11 and it was just never in doubt. So, like, that's one of the ones that we tried to get ahead as well. And, you know, people were just been Broncos no matter what. So, I mean, yeah. that's... Those are just like the unfortunate deals when you're playing bad teams because like they're going to be betting you whether it's eight and a half or 14, like, right. you know, right. and whatever happens with the result happens with the result. It's yeah. interesting. You look at down the stretch. Now you start looking at schedules and okay, how do things shape up? Uh, I'm a big fan of the Bengals. I, I think they're just a fun team. They're probably still a year away from being the contender they want to be, but you end with Broncos who have their flaws, but still seven and six all the same Ravens, Chiefs, Browns, a tough close to the season. One side, you get a couple of divisional opponents, potentially. I don't even know why I'm talking about the Bengals. I think it's because <laughs> we mentioned the Broncos are playing. That. That. I do. Yeah, I guess Burrow. I feel like every time I, Joe Burrow we bring I like up the Bengals, a, we bring yeah. up a Bengals game, like, oh, I'm going to be an interesting one. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the line is yet. I don't know. But I think Broncos, Bengals immediately, like, I'm staying away. But like, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I think Broncos yeah. are one and a half now. I just seen that before I left. Broncos are actually one and a half point favorites. In the favorites. Oh, I'm for yeah. sure. Taking really? I'm taking yeah. the Bengals. Interesting. Yeah. Bengals. <laughs> Very interesting. Give me a little thought, preview yeah. with Taylor Bale. Fun Bale's. teaser too. Yeah. Preview with Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. it over seven. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, that will be a topic of conversation, uh, on, conversation on Thursday for yeah, sure. That, I, we think that things going to scale back to pick at some point. So teaser right now would probably be good. Yeah. Find something else there. Yeah. All right. All I right. love it. Good to know. A little yeah. look ahead. We got to talk. Bucks, Bills, right? Speaking of yeah. teasers, I had Bills in, in my teaser, and that game was not looking good for me for the majority of the time, Never even doubt, with though, getting nine points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bucks win, of course, 33 to 27 in overtime, despite blowing a 21 point lead heading into the half. Gave up 24 in the second and then put up just three, but they still covered. Damn, yeah. it's Tom Brady. It's so <laughs> freaking hard to go against this guy. And hats off to Josh Allen. Really, what else can he do? He's just doing everything out there. I feel bad for the guy. It's like Bruce Arian said, there's only one Josh Allen. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he was heroic yesterday. Very fierce yeah. competitor. That's all. 109 rushing yards. Man. Did you see they, they, the first half of that game, they didn't give the ball to running back once? Yeah, once. Yeah, sounds about That's right. crazy. Insane. It's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate deal. Yeah, it's… That, like, we were taking so much Bucks money. Like, there was, like, no stopping it. I mean, they could, people could have been laying 10, like, in that, in that game. You know, no one's really looking at the Bills. And especially, you know, you get the last week where they played the Patriots in a game like that, which I, I thought you should have thrown out just because of That's the situation. Yeah. Um, but it, it, was, it was for good for us that at some point, like, a lot of the people, and this is, like, way more people were taking this than the Jets game. 
but many people were taking three and a half, three even. Like people were, you know, uh, betting the bills uh, throughout the, like the last hour. So we were trying to book it as best we could, but you know, we were still going to lose the bucks no matter what, even with all that money coming in. What's brutal for you guys and also Bills betters though is. This is the full gambit of betting emotions in this game. You're out of it. You're done. You're on the wrong side. You just kind of chalk it up to a loss. Then you come back and they get your hopes up. Then you you have it won. This is, if you have Bills plus three and a half, you love that they got the ball first. Yeah. Because 100%. they either kick a field goal, score a touchdown, or punt. And then once they punt, you say, just don't give up the big play. Yeah, the 80-yard touchdown don't or whatever. Yeah. give up the big play because that's the only way once you get into field goal range comfortably in the red zone, you're not going to score a touchdown at that point. You're yeah. trying to get position for Ryan suck up, kick a field goal and you win 58 yard touchdown pass to Brashad Perriman. This, and like, don't let Tom Brady see Tom Buc Brady. And the Bucks <laughs> end up almost, covering. It was almost a spitting image of uh Patriots Cowboys, how that ended uh, yeah. when mm -hmm. the Patriots were, you know, and we got, we took a bath to Cowboys essentially the same way. And that wasn't a Sunday night game, but like, if that Bucks game doesn't get there, parlays die everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, like that was like a key on a, a bunch of parlays that got into Packers. Yeah. And then obviously we'll talk about Packers here in mm. a bit. But like, like that happening was like just destroyed us in the back. I was, mm. you know, crushed on. It was like wild. I mean, Tom Brady, for as good as he was, the, the numbers are big, but he missed a couple crucial throws so, there in the second yeah. half. He had Godwin wide open, wide open over the middle on the third down. He had Godwin wide open on the right sideline that he, that he missed him long. The Bucks could have put this game away much sooner. But again, yeah, tip your cap to, to Josh Allen, who did everything you could possibly ask mm, for out yeah. of a, an MVP candidate. MVP still got my ticket. <laughs> Plus 800. Uh, you mentioned the Packers. They were laying 12 and a half. Win, 45 to 30. They overcame a rough first quarter, unpredictable, sort of crazy second one. I would say just a really good team effort, which you love to see. A lot of several players making impact plays. Joe, you mentioned could probably leave the, the special Packers teams special out of that. teams was the only <laughs> offensively and defensively the only unit that yeah. we maybe don't want to tip our hops off to. Definitely the weak spot on this team. Majoy, you said this was a mess. Yeah, explain. Well, <laughs> it in the beginning of the week we took so much Bears money line money, like we were like. 60, 70K liable. I don't know if I could give out the numbers, but it was like... in the, in the, so in the so We appreciate you for it. Yeah, yeah, we won't tell Allen. So we won't tell Allen. And I, like, that kind of crept up on us because when, when you get enough like $100, $200, $500 bets on something like that, I mean, you only see the ticker so much where you're like, okay, you know, Bears are somewhat of a public uh, dog, uh, essentially, especially on a big game, in a big game like that. But when we get to that point, you know, we're, we're like, all right, just shade that Bears money line a little bit because like people are going to be betting Packers no matter what. And on, on Tuesday... Those bets are different than the ones we see Sunday. So, like, we ended up seeing, I think, a little bit of Bears steam on Saturday where it crept down from 12, 11 and a half to 11. And then by Sunday, like, we were just, like, <laughs> maxed out at 12. Like, all Packers all the time, um, you know, until we got to see that that parlay liability we were talking about before the show. Um, as soon as the Bucks won, I had to go check what our Packers liability was. And, I mean, like, if they cover that game, which they did, it's kind of a big deal for us. An unfortunate deal for us. Yeah, because you look at, a day that was so chalk. We mentioned that the favorites against the spread were 11 and two. That means not only are they winning, but they're covering and every teaser is cashing. Yep. And Claudia right, and I, our exactly. winning picks last week were yeah. three, three leg teasers that ended with Packers. And I yeah. feel like so many people had such a good day and that was their last leg. And right. so I guess maybe they hedge a little bit to bring some of the liability down, but not only do the Packers casualty against the spread tickets, 
the money line parlays, the teasers, everything yeah. kind of in one foul swoop, which um, we're, we're going to chat about Monday Night Football here in a minute. But just in terms of liability on that game, do you feel like this is now another wave of potential parlay and teaser tickets that could cash on Monday night with the, with the Cardinals? Yeah, definite pain if Cardinals come in. Yeah, without question. Like I haven't <laughs> even looked. Pain. I haven't even looked at what liability could be on it because I I was a little bit busy. I didn't check uh, before I left. But you know, when when we get in there, like we're gonna see enough Cardinals bets for all of us in this room uh, up mm. until kick. But you know, I'll figure it out probably like at four o'clock where we where we stand. So. <laughs> all right, Matoy's yeah. pulling for the Rams. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye <laughs> on that as one. A whole, you know, so <laughs> I was gonna say I feel kind of lucky to be getting under a, a field goal with the Cardinals here. Yeah, but I keep yeah. saying too, I feel like we're not paying enough attention to the Cardinals like right now. Like mm-hmm. everyone's talking about the Bills and everyone's talking about the Patriots. Everyone's talking about the Bengals. And I guess we're just not talking about us. Yeah, no, it's just us that's talking about the Bengals. I feel like, no, I feel like a lot of people are, are talking about the so Bengals. Bengals oh, Giants room. Yeah. It's all we care about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Matoy. Well, thank you very much. As always, yeah, it was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you to Matoy, as always. It's always good when it's a good week for us and we get to hear uh, the book's tears a little bit. Before we get to Monday Night Football, let's talk about the promo we got going over on at WinBet. Bet $5, win 400 new WinBet users only. Bet $5 on any spread, total, or money line. Odds minus 120 or greater. And get $400 in free bets if the bet wins. New users only. Go check out winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Joe, let's talk Monday night football. Rams at Cardinals, good matchup. NFC West showdown. Cardinals laying two and a half. Total set at 51 and a half. Cardinals with the best record in the NFL at 10 and 2, which I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like for some reason they're just flying under the radar. Like we have not been talking about this team enough. Best record in the NFL at 10 and 2, 9 and 3 against the spread. That's the second best ATS record behind the Packers. The Rams have not done great on the road, the third worst ATS record. Their defense, however, has done well, ranked sixth in overall DVOA, including second against the run. Is it just me or are the Cardinals kind of flying under the radar right now? Well, it's being reflected. I guess that under the radar feeling that you have has been reflected in Super Bowl futures odds. I mean, they're not among, I don't think they're in the top four. I actually just was trying to look and we don't have them back posted yet on WinBet. But I, I think it's it's Green Bay, maybe it's Green Bay, Tampa, Arizona, and then uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if it's Arizona or the, or the Dallas in that top four. Regardless, they're not one of the top couple this is a really good team. This is a monster game in the oh, NFC. Oh, Super Bowl, it's Packers, Chiefs, Bucks. There you Patriots. go, Packers, yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, so they aren't in the top five. Okay. Right. Um, this is a really good football team, and I agree they aren't getting the respect they deserve. They went 2-1 and one without Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, they have one of the best defenses in football and one of the best offenses and most balanced offenses in football. Uh, they have a number of signature wins, particularly away from home. This is a big game for them because they're 10-2, and two, you win this game, they're still the number one seed. You lose this game, all of a sudden you have to start playing tiebreakers. They'll be 10-3 and three alongside with the Packers and the Bucks. Uh, the Packers beat them, so they own the head-to-head tiebreakers. Should it be those two tied atop the conference? Um, for me personally, I need the Cardinals to win this game because most of my futures have not aged well that I placed at the beginning of the season, but the one that has is Arizona. I think I got it like plus 650 to win the NFC West. Oh, I like And I that. would... Just be delighted if that could cash and really just offset all the losses I'm going to take at the end of the year. It's going to be expensive <laughs> New Year's for me when it, like, it hits the account that all your futures lost. Yeah. Um, 
but this should be a fantastic game. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching it. I think both of these teams are really talented. We've just seen much more consistent play from Arizona than we have from Los Angeles. It's for me, it's just such a you look at it and you say Arizona's been better. Yeah. They they beat them head to head decisively. They've been better defensively. They've been more consistent offensively. Mm-hmm. Should be pretty simple. The Rams have been largely pedestrian for the better part of a month and a half. But I just have this thought in my head. Like, they've got to get right at some point. You know, it's like that. Yeah. The, none of the numbers tell you it should be there. But you just have that gut feeling. It's a divisional game. They should be up for this and should be able to come win. I don't know. Are you? Do you have a pick here? On, are you, I for, do. Yeah, yeah. I actually, where are you going to go? I mean, I'm not. I don't want to say like I'm shocked that they're that the Cardinals are laying under a field goal, but they did win the last matchup, 37 to 20. That was a road win. I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. I'm going to lay the points minus two and a half with the total set at 51 and a half. We should expect points early and often, and I see a lot of those points coming from this Cardinals team. They rank third in points per game, and you mentioned they have a good defense. They're allowing the fourth fewest total yards, fourth fewest passing yards, fourth fewest points per game. And it is hard to go up against one of the league's best receivers in Cooper Cup. But the Cardinals do rank second in DVOA against number one wide receivers. So I see them limiting him in some capacity. If you go back to that matchup that when they faced last time, they limited him to 64 receiving yards. So I like that angle as well. I would be cautious going over a field goal, but I like them to get under a field goal at home. Like I mentioned, 9-3 ATS, the second best record in the NFL. I like the Cardinals here. Yeah, I like that as well. I'm going to stay away and just kind of lean on my future, and I don't want to jinx it. Um, but I hope you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. My winning pick. You know what? I, I'm 2-1, and one, which is nice to be over 500. It's been a couple months since I've been able to say that. Love that for you. I'm a Vikings choke job against the Lions away from being up like seven units in 3-0. But I don't hold a grudge. I'm over it. The Vikings helped me cash my last winning pick. Um I'm going to go player prop here, and I'm going to eat some juice taking Odell Beckham over three and a half receptions. It's at minus 140, and I'm happy to do so. He's played three games with the Rams. The first one was against the Niners. He was sort of getting acclimated. Mm-hmm. Didn't play a whole lot. Didn't see a lot of action. Last week, they blew out the Jags. He didn't play a whole lot. The one full game he played was in the middle there against the Packers, in which he played 61 of 62 snaps. He caught five of 10 targets for 81 yards. The game total is 51 and a half. Points are going to be scored. The Cardinals are going to get theirs. The Rams will have to keep pace. This feels like a bet that could cash in the third quarter. Minus 140. It's a decent bit of juice, but I feel really confident in this cashing. Uh, Odell Beckham over three and a half receptions tonight on Monday Night Football. I like it, Joe. It should be a good matchup either way. Um, I'm excited. I don't always go with sides, but I am feeling confident in this team that I don't think I've been paying enough attention to. So maybe tonight they will make a statement win. That is it for episode 27. Thanks for listening or watching. We will catch you guys on Thursday.